Warning. The following events are based on the personal accounts and recollections of three friends who too often find themselves in odd, weird, and flat-out absurd situations. We ask that you only enjoy these stories as they are told, and do not try them at home. Please listen at your own risk. How is that helium? Delicious. Sadly, that took us three tries. At least. <laughs> yeah. We did it five times. <laughs> we inhaled a whole balloon, collectively. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway... Wax my ass and where does toupee? We're on to the next episode. Oh my god! <laughs> I understand that you need Why? Why? No. First off, I have questions. One, how hairy is your asshole to be able to make a toupee? There's enough to make a toupee, and you don't need a toupee that looks like fucking Kid Rock. Pardon me. If I am bald, I'm not looking to have a few pubes on my fucking head. I'm looking for a whole head of hair. To eat his own. (laughs) (laughs) To eat its own. (laughs) What? Too far. Too far. (laughs) I'm just saying, you eat all the hairy like assholes that makes zero sense. I appreciate Christopher. I can acknowledge that you are the creative director of this group, and that these intros they come from a deep, dark corner of your mind. But do you want an asshole hair toupee? Well, no, it's not for me. Okay. Do you have people who are interested in this market? Are we not tapping a market that we should be tapping? You don't know until you shoot your shot. Right. So should we start another business where we start waxing assholes for toupees? Side project. (laughs) Okay. Think about it. That would definitely be a very niche market. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, look out for our new merch. (laughs) We got t-shirts and stickers and toupees. toupees. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, it's an ass hat. I'm Chris. And I'm Sarah. I'm Eric. Welcome back, book lovers. Dear God, this is somehow episode nine, and this one is titled The One with Geese in a Porta Potty. Watch out. And yes, we did say a geese in a porta potty. That is correct. So I'm gonna go ahead and kick off this story. This is gonna be a tale about us going to a birthday party. And how something goes awry and we end up getting kicked out of said birthday party. Guess who saved the day? (laughs) Hold your answers, guys. (laughs) Fucking scampers. Already starting to hate this guy. (laughs) I'm telling you, he had the best of intentions. I don't 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 think he did this time, though. Yeah, maybe, probably not. He was trying to get his asshole toupee played with. (laughs) So, there's, we're going to introduce some new characters for you guys. Um, we'll get there in a little bit, but obviously the idea was we had a friend named, we're going to call him Destin, and it was his birthday, and so he wanted to throw a birthday party and have us all come, and we were going to hang out. It was just going to be a good old-fashioned house party, play some drinking games, and just enjoy each other's company and have a good time. So that was what the plan was, but of course our plans never go the way that we anticipate yeah, them to. Like, here we go again, making plans. Mm-hmm. So it was a common theme. Yeah, asshats. <laughs> Hater. <laughs> yeah, we we had planned to have a nice big house party, and our good friend Speedy, 
who we have talked about a few times, um, happened to not be invited, but wanted to hang out with the gang. So we decided, you know, we have some free time. We can go stop at his apartment. We'll hang out with him and his cat that he's obsessed with. And we'll just hang out for a little bit before we go to the birthday party. I mean, for good reason. This is the, this cat is cute as shit. The cat is, the cat is gorgeous. Right. She is the prettiest cat I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Your cat is sitting right next to you. I understand what I said. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but so we go hang She's out like, at his apartment, what? end up basically pre-gaming there and hanging out with him. And like nine or ten rolls around and we're like, all right, we should go to this birthday party. We said we were going to go. They're waiting on us. Well, and the entire time we were at Speedy's apartment, we were getting texts and Snapchats and everything like asking like, when are you guys going to get here? Where are you guys? Like, what's going on? And at the time, it was me, you, um, the bouncer, scampers, and Speedy all hanging out. Yeah. And we just kept getting text messages saying, like, are you guys going to come? Where are you guys? We're waiting for you. And I think we were, like, I don't think we realized that how small this party actually was. And we were, like, half the party. So... We us, were Yeah, we were the other half of the party. And right. They were just kind of waiting for us. <laughs> and so us not being there, they're like, where are you guys? But at the same time, like, I adore Speedy. I was not going to leave Speedy on his own. He wanted to hang out. He wanted to drink. And I wanted to do that with him. Right. Like we said, we spend our time with him. And it gets to the point where we're like, all right, we should probably head to the birthday party that we said we were going to go to. So we arrive fashionably blade. And that's kind of how things kick off. And so I want to go ahead and introduce some of the new characters. Because it's just going to make this story a lot more digestible. So, <laughs> one way to put it. So, we have the first character who, obviously, like we said, his name is Destin. Well, Destin was dating this other girl that we're going to call Fireball. Bitch likes Fireball too much. She loves Fireball. It's a little scary. <laughs> and we have another character. Her name, we're going to call her Fireball's cousin because we're not creative. And then our last character, we're going to call Bam Bam. So,. They were, like we said, we were the other half of the party, and they were literally just waiting for us to get there, which we did not really know until we got there. Right. And so they were not very happy with us, but, I mean, it was really all just a big misunderstanding. We're Like, we're sorry, we're ready to drink and hang out and have a good time. It's his birthday, let's do this. Well, Fireball was not happy. Like, I mean, her boyfriend's upset. He's been waiting. It's late. She made a few little, like, sly comments, and that's kind of how things got rolling. Yeah, the whole thing was weird. It was just very negative. Like, and it was like, we apologize. Like, we're sorry. We weren't aware of the actual situation, but now that we're here, let's hang out. Let's make it a good night. And it was like, she just kept making little comments here and there, and just, kept, like, she just made the whole thing weird, where it got to a point that I was like, fuck it, maybe we should just go back and hang out with Speedy, because this is a nightmare. Like, this is awful. Well, we were having a great time at Speedy's. <laughs> right. And now we're here, and she's all pissed off, which is then making everyone else pissed off. The only person who seemed, like, semi-okay was Bam Bam. Better to be pissed off and, than and pissed on. Because Scamps just was, like, Unless you're having fun. <laughs> Scamps, yeah. Scamps is doing scam shit. So, <clears throat> then we decide, let's go down to the basement. Let's try to, maybe if we start playing some drinking games, maybe that'll kind of loosen everybody up. And this won't feel so aggressive or so, you know, awful. And this is another common theme. We end up just, like, hanging out in weird, half-sketchy basements. <laughs> yeah, that's our aesthetic, I guess you could say. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to break something. It might as well be shitty already. Right. So, our aesthetic is half-sketchy basements. <laughs> 
So we go downstairs and we start playing Pong and everyone's having a good time. And I think you stepped away or something to use the bathroom. Something like that. Yeah, like you stepped away to use the bathroom. And then we're like in the middle, just kind of like hanging out. We're like, okay, we'll wait for him. And then Fireball steps in and was like, sorry, he left the table. And like took your spot and like kicked us off the table altogether. But she, she'd done that a couple times because there was another game that we were playing and she just literally shoved me out of the way. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> it was like, she was just being very aggressive. And honestly, she was just being like kind of a bitch. And it was like, okay, I'm uncomfortable. And Scampers is doing like stupid shit. I remember he hung a bag of like booze from the ceiling it was like hey guys come over here like i'll make it a waterfall and i'm like it's like this five dollar coconut drink he just like slung it over a beam and was like come on guys right i was like no scampers keep your clearance booze like i'm good i'm not doing that and it was it was bad oh it was disgusting and i remember being at the party and something like clicked in me where i was like you need to stop drinking like you just need to hang out like Things are getting really, really weird. She's being super, super bitchy. She's not really backing off. We're trying to do different things. Things aren't really, like, de-escalating at all. You just kind of need to chill. And because for some reason, if something goes down, I want to have some clarity about what I'm doing and what I'm saying. So we, again, we're playing our games. We're hanging out with Bam Bam. Everything's going good with him. He's trying to have a good time. But he's also very much telling us, like, listen, she just seems pissed. And I'm like, no, I get that. But, like, if you're going to keep being pissed, then we should just go home. Like, why are we going to continue to drag this out? It was almost like she wanted us to sit there and, like, continue to punish us for, like, being there. Yeah. You generally never know when to leave a party anyway. But, like. We're just there to have a good time. Well, it was also one of those things, like, we were there to have a good time. And it wasn't like I didn't think, like, okay, we should leave. But in my head, I'm thinking, okay, if we leave, this is going to make it more awkward. and It's going to cause more drama. Because the thought did occur to us, like, should we just go back and hang out with Speedy? Because this is too much. Like, you're really just being a bitch. And then I'm like, okay, but I feel like if we leave, then it's going to make her bitchier. Like, what do you do? Well, you're not around to deal with it. It's not your problem. But we also were trying to save this relationship because this was prior to us going on a vacation together to Florida. So it wasn't like I could just like burn the bridge and walk away and say, peace out. Could have found more fun people to go to Florida with. Okay, both trips have failed. So what do I know? <laughs> yeah, we're over two on successful Florida vacations. Yeah, stories to come. But so it was this whole ordeal. And at one point, Sarah... Um, I, you ran out to your car to get something. I don't remember what you were doing exactly, but you went outside and me and the bouncer were in the kitchen making another drink or whatever. And fireball and our cousin like legit cornered us and was like, you guys are just being controlled and blah, 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 blah. And we're both like, we're just trying to get a drink. And that was kind of the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, they finally leave us alone, and right after that, Sarah comes back in. We're like, all right, Sarah, you need to know what just happened. That's when she went downhill. <laughs> right. They're being, like, and you and the bouncer were just being good friends to me, because I'm sorry. We're in a group setting. Why would you think it's acceptable to talk shit about me to, like, two of my best friends? And thinking that they're not going to say something. Like, are you kidding me? And saying that I'm controlled by them, like... Are they controlled by me? Like, no, we're all just drinking, trying to have a good time. And you guys are just being assholes and being bitches. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Too big. Asshats. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't need to be big. We talking about the toupee or the penis? The toupee, obviously. Mm, size doesn't matter. So finally, I get pissed off and I'm like, what the hell? And again, like I've said, guys, I was not drinking. So I'm like, where the hell is Fireball? Where is Fireball's cousin? Like, if you want to talk shit... Just fucking step up and talk shit to me. Don't go talking around behind my back. Step up. 
Step up, and bitch. so I basically called her out and was like, why are you running your mouth about me? Like, I went outside for a second. We're here trying to have a good time and celebrate Dustin's birthday. Why are you running your mouth about me? Like, this is stupid. You're causing drama when we're just trying to celebrate somebody's birthday. She wants to shoot back with, oh, no, no, no. I am i wasn't saying that. But, like, you guys obviously don't respect his birthday. You guys obviously don't care. Like, you guys are making it awkward. And... I'm like, no, Fireball, the only person making it awkward here is you because we're trying to have a good time and you're stirring up shit when I step away. So this is on you, honey, not on me. Yeah. And the the bouncer and I were like feeling the pressure. So we started drinking more. We're like, we're, we're going to we're gonna start feeling areas. good because this is uh, getting awkward. Yeah, we deal with our problems by consuming <laughs> alcohol. What could well, go wrong? It gets to the point where they're like, you guys should just leave. Things are not going well just go home and it's like at this point it's like one or two in the morning we can't go home we just have to kind of wait it out right like we had nowhere to go at this point speedy's asleep we really can't return to any of our places so we're like okay we're we've just got kicked out of this house we need to leave and we go to walk out the door and i look at scamps and i'm like okay like here we go are are you coming like grab your shit boo go get your pouch off the pillar in the basement let's go <laughs> go get your satchel <laughs> right and he looks at me and he goes i think i'm gonna stay to which i'm like huh <laughs> what why did i make that noise <laughs> <laughs> to which i'm like what well, what do you mean why are you staying well i think i'm gonna do some damage control <laughs> scampers himself right what are you damage controlling damage control the kid who drives his own car with his head out the window not holding onto the steering wheel the kid who forgets everything the kid who spoon-fed someone's girlfriend ice cream. The kid who <laughs> almost got us left in Mexico. Like the story, guys. You've heard these episodes. You've heard these stories. You know where Scamp stands. The guy who brought handcuffs onto a boat with four of his friends. Okay, this is a kid who said he's going to solve this problem for us. Our and responsible he's gonna, friend. Right. He's going to fix this. And I'm like, Scamps, there's nothing to fix. Let's go. And. No, he's convinced that he has got the key. He is going to fix this. He's going to stay. Let's just clarify what the key actually is. He's attracted to Fireball's cousin and was hoping to get his dick wet. There's no damage control that was involved. You were looking to get laid, scampers. He wanted to wear her ass hat toupee. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot like, of a lot of mental images going on right now like listen scamps if you're listening you know that i love you and you know that i adore you but in this moment this is not your finest moment you literally were thinking about your penis and that was it he was thinking with his penis well we'll, we'll get there so i'm like okay i'll take these two scamps you do your own thing like i hope you kick rocks take a you know long walk off a short dock but i'll take care of <laughs> you're proud of yourself aren't you I am. <laughs> I'll take, you know, Chris and the bouncer and, like, fine, we'll go. So we go and we get in my car. And at this time, I had a, was it 2000, 2000? I think it was 2000 because I think it was the same year as my car. Yeah, I had a 2000 Buick LeSabre. And for all you people who don't know what that is, it is a boat, boat. on wheels. <laughs> do, we, do we have any pictures? Of that? Well, I'm sure we could find oh, something. Yeah. I'll find some pictures and I'll post it. I do have a photo of, because this, let me say, the trunk on this thing was huge. And I kept saying, I can fit about four bodies in this trunk. Yeah. And It got some badonkadonk. Right. It's just, it's so massive. And, and I we, like to open her up on the middle of the highway. 
We sure do. And Spread them cheeks while we driving. <laughs> she's just, she's massive. She, and she's like, I don't want to like offend anybody, but she's like an old person car. Like all the numbers in the car, like they're so big that I guarantee the car behind me knows how fast I'm going. Like it's just, it's insane. But I mean, it was an okay car for the three months that I had her. If you want to say, okay, the very first time I got in the car, the... <laughs> the like panel fell off when I closed the door, and the trunk or the engine would quit when we we're driving on the highway too. Oh yeah, and it was okay though. The didn't it was okay. Up. It was okay. And I remember going down the highway at one point, and my trunk just popped open in the middle of the highway. <laughs> and of course, I was going to do my laundry, so like my laundry's like flying down three fifteen, and I'm like, all right, guys. <laughs> Is this the same car we actually put like people in the trunk? Yeah. At a concert? Some random people got in a trunk, and yeah, we took a picture with them. <laughs> of course, it was that Applebee's. Yep. <laughs> It's probably Dollar Margarita night. When in Rome. <laughs> it's never Dollar Margarita. Oh. If you're going to talk about your booze, understand. It was Dollar Long Islands. We can just so we, we kind of cruise around and we're just trying to kill time. Scamps tells us that he's going to hang back and to pick him up at 6 a.m. because he still wants to go to breakfast. Yeah, we, we, we used to make breakfast plans all the time when we were drinking because it's amazing. Right. Breakfast back when we were drinking. So once we left, we had, I think it was three hours to kill that we had to just drive around and figure, maybe three or four. We had to drive around and figure out what we were going to do for these hours until we had to go pick. Because again, we are good friends. We made breakfast plans regardless of how shitty Scampers is being right now. We will still be there to pick you up for breakfast. We even let him pick where to go. We did. Like, <laughs> what we're scamp Scamp-swift. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Well, we drive around, and surprisingly, there were a good amount of people on the road at 3 and 4 in the morning. And the bouncer and I took it upon ourselves to make sure these people saw us. I'll say that. They were so obnoxious. They were yelling at everybody that they could. Like, I understand now why cars have child locks and why you can lock the windows. Because these two fuckers are just screaming at everybody they can see. They're not being mean. They're not being offensive. But, like, listen, it is four in the morning. That random guy walking down the street with that brown paper bag does not want to talk to you. Leave him be. <laughs> and they're over here, hi, hey, what are you doing? What's in your bag? Like, shut the hell up and leave that man to his alcoholism. It's, listen, it's a beautiful Sunday morning, and that man is having fun, too. Oh, my God. I think. So, we're driving around, and then it gets to a situation where Chris here has to pee. Nature calls. Where is he going to pee at 4 a.m.? Like, what are we going to do? So in this neighborhood, which is also the neighborhood where the phone book story takes place, so stay tuned for that. Intent. There is this park that has some porta-potties. So, okay, I will take you over here, go piss in this porta-potty, and we'll figure out what to do next. So we get to this porta-party. I part it's a porta party. <laughs> I'll tell you it was a party. <laughs> this porta potty. Chris gets out of the car. No, no, no. You struggled to get out of the car at first. Like you that were afraid. Right. No, no, you were afraid to get out of the car. And we we're like, get out the car. Like there's a go pee. And you were like, no, the geese are gonna attack me. And you're like hissing out the window at these geese. And at this point, me and the bouncer are like we literally should just throw them out of here. This would be I mean, as hell. to be fair, geese are like mafias. And when they get angry, they will attack you. I understand that. But when they're about, you know, 20 yards away, I think you're safe. <laughs> I wasn't so sure. Yeah, no, you weren't. You were convinced <laughs> that they were right outside the door. They were going to open the door for you and sacrifice you. And oh, that's how it felt. That's what geese do. They sacrifice people. <laughs> so 
<laughs> he gets out of the bed ba- or he gets out of the car finally and walks up to this porta john and again like i said it's 4 a.m this motherfucker knocks on the door and then steps back and waits for someone to answer <laughs> not for someone to answer wait for someone to open the door from the inside <laughs> right, like <laughs> like you may come in maybe there's like a like a butler in there <laughs> oh, hello, someone's sir. tidying the place up for you <laughs> and me and the bouncer are sitting there what the fuck is he doing and you're just standing there waiting and I was like, for a guy who was begging to pee somewhere, was threatening to pee out my window, you were waiting for someone to answer the like the porta potty. It's so called fi- manners. Well, finally we scream out the door. We're like, "What are you doing?" And his response, the only logical one he could have, there might be geese in there. Oh, you think the geese are using the porta potty? Like at four a.m. They just open the- up the door and did their business. And- right. So then, okay, then let's just go through. Have your you logic. seen how much geese poop? Right, but you thought there were geese in the porta potty, and you also thought they were going to open the door for you. It made sense at the time. I, <laughs> I bet it did. Me and the bouncer, and at this point, the bouncer is kind of like sobering up a little bit, and he's now realizing like the shit that we're dealing with, and that Chris is not sobering up, and um, he is in his dumbest form. <laughs> like, what the hell are we going to do? And so finally, he goes in the porta potty. He comes back. And he sprints to the car because once again he is worried about these geese that are like twenty yards away getting him. You never know. <clears throat> no, you Them do know. Got wings. Yeah, and they're fast and they're angry. <laughs> and they're using porta potties. <laughs> <laughs> see, they're pretty damn smart. <laughs> so you see why I was terrified. Well, maybe the Canadian geese are nicer. Aren't those, the, those, those are the angry ones. <laughs> a. <laughs> a. a. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, we finally eventually are like, we should probably sleep because we have breakfast plans and we're not going to flake. So we pull the car over. I don't remember where, but we pull the car over and finally take a little power nap. But it's been a weird night. We're worked up a little bit still and (laughs) don't really sleep all that much. But six o'clock finally rolls around. We head to our rendezvous with Scamps and pick him up. This guy comes out with his like large bag of alcohol. And just kind of waddles out to the car. His little satchel. With a grin on his face. (laughs) Like, he's our hero. Oh, he's so proud, too. He thinks that, oh, I've done the damage control. I have saved the day. They're going to be so excited to see me. Not the fact that we're not pissed off that we just got kicked out of a party and you left us to hang out with these random people. That, like, you really don't even know that well. Like, the connection was through me. And, like... What the hell, Scamps? It's very much the standard scamp story of him being the hero, no matter what happens. Oh, 100%. He thought he was the hero, and he was going to save the day. And so he gets into the car, and he is so happy to tell us his secret plan. Well, guys, I decided I was going to stay behind and tell them that you guys really are good people, and that you really didn't mean to upset people, and that really you just want to have fun. I'm going to do the damage control to make sure that I save your relationship with them. Y'all want to know what really happened? Hit me. They went to bed. (laughs) Like, right after we left, they went to bed. Right. Like, (laughs) that's the damage control you did? Well, no wonder you're fucking all happy as can be. You just fucking slept, bitch, while we're over here driving around dealing with Chris wearing my geese. Yeah, he probably started talking, and they're just like... Oh, 100%. No, they were all mad. They were so mad. So they all just went to bed. Like, and you know what, guys? Guess who didn't get his dick sucked? Not Scampers. Me. It never. He never does. He never does. He has the best of intentions. It does not happen. And the Italian way. was not there to cock block him this time. He nope. did it himself. <laughs> he yep. did it all himself. Yep. 
I'm like, finally I looked at him and I was like, Scampers, I don't need you damage controlling shit for me. Like, I can figure it out myself. If I want to fix this relationship, I will. I don't need you doing that. Next time you get down to a party, get your ass in the fucking car and be a good friend. Yeah. Word. Bitches. <laughs> the worst part was, well, let me start over. The best part was, I was not there for this. No. I've never been so happy to not be at an event. But, but you know what? If you were, you would have left with us when we left that party. you goddamn right. I would have fought some fucking geese. I don't give a shit. Them little bitches are mean. <laughs> Throwing hands. <laughs> I would just walk up to them and slap them across the they weren't. My, my friend's trying to pee. Back off. The thing is, they weren't even acting aggressive. They were. Some of them were laying down. Some of them were just walking around. But they were not even close to him. Have and you ever been chased by a goose? No. Well, me either. But I was worried. <laughs> we ain't about to start today. <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting for them to open the porta john door, the porta potty door. <laughs> yeah. So, like we said, we we let Bo pick breakfast, and we do go and eat breakfast and sober up and give scams a hard time for leaving us. Breakfast was good, by the way. That place is so good. And like the food. Diner food. Yes. And the food was like just greasy enough that like if you were drunk, it really would sober up whatever problems you had. But, oh, <laughs> it was it was so good. But at the same time, like we're just sitting there staring at him. And he was like, guys, it's okay. It's okay. And I'm like, no, scamps. It's not. Like, you're an asshole. I'm pretty sure we had to go to breakfast because he was golfing the next day too. Like yes. that was part of the problem. That's why we were going so early. Because he had to golf. Like, we really are good friends of scamps. Always working around his schedule. For him to leave us. And he's the one causing problems. But oh, the, scamps. The shitty part was, shortly after this evening, we were planning on going on vacation with Fireball and Destin and Bam Bam and a whole slew of others. And we weren't very happy with them after this event. And having heard about this, I was not looking forward to this trip. We were like, oh, no, it'll still be fun. Like, we talked to them a few times after that, you know, trying to make sure that it was going to be fine. Everyone still wanted to go and blah, blah, blah. Guess what? It sucked. I we, honestly... We even, like, met at McDonald's and hashed shit out. Like, yeah. we, we sat in a McDonald's dining room for, like, two hours with their checks waiting for them to back out. We actually tried to be adults. <laughs> I honestly thought that like it was we, going like to... Like we said, we've had the best intentions. We always do. Yeah, I honestly thought it, like, that's what kind of ruined the whole Panama trip. Like, that's why I think Panama was such a shit show, was because of this party. Like, that was, like, the tip of the iceberg, and, like, that everything else just kind of kept coming from there. So, yeah, we tried to take the mature route and, you know, talk things out or whatever and go on this trip that was going to be lots of fun. Well, we made our own fun, but it was still um, a shit show. Yeah, we had a great time. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and it was kind of a mess. But fortunately, we do still have Instagram, in which you all may follow us on. We are stories from the phone book, and on Twitter, we're the phone book thoughts. Thought, 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 thought. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. <laughs> a penny folio thought. We're, oh. we're more expensive than that, though. We're classy thoughts. We're a we dime. Are, <laughs> classy. We're, we're, we're a dime for your thoughts. <laughs> I'll give you a nickel. But thank you for listening, and be sure to tune in next week for our next disastrous life story. Well, hold on one second. I think oh, we boy. need to do this. What lesson learned are we giving our book clubbers for this one? Stop inviting scampers places. And always stick to where the cats are. We're selling toupees now. Yeah, and check out our merch <laughs> for toupees. And if you're at a party and you feel like it's going south, just go home. It's not worth it. If it, if you stay and you try to work it out and you try to be the better friend, you'll end up in a 2000 Buick LeSabre at 4 a.m. Watching your friend run from geese. In that 
is a low point. <laughs> You've hit rock bottom. Oh, 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 oh,